Hey, Shao Khan, how are you, my friend? It's your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. And I want to congratulate you on starting your own Asia-Pacific pro wrestling promotion called APAC Wrestling. That is awesome, my friend. You now have an opportunity to bring over a lot of great pro wrestlers that will be able to wrestle for you. Hopefully, I'll be one of them someday. Hopefully. I'm not going to guarantee it, but hopefully. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Kayfabe Cafe. You are with me and, and as always, I am with Linus. Say hi, bro. What's up, guys? Wow, such energy, such energy for, I mean, what, what time is it? 10, 10 p.m. 10.15 in the evening. So, guys, here in the Philippines, we are still... Um, in, uh, in quarantine so for us wrestling fans we don't necessarily have shows right now but good news is in the international scene um, especially here in Southeast Asia we have awesome news for for um, for fans who are across the pond from us Linus can care to care to share the news with us oh sure because right now we are joined by the the founder of Malaysia Pro Wrestling and the soon-to-rise APAC Wrestling. He is a former AWGC Junior Heavyweight Champion, a former SVW Southeast Asia Champion, and a former MyPW World to Regional Champion. Guys, we have right now the, the prophet of pain himself, Shao Kat. What's up, man? How are you? Yeah, Shao Kat. Thank you so much for having me here. It's an honor to speak with you guys again. Before anything else, how's everything in Malaysia right now? Um, so far, so good. But um, to be honest, things are getting worse in the sense of the virus, mainly because uh, our cases have been on the rise. Like it all started out very well. Um, we kind of fed in the curve. We hit a time where we had zero new cases, and because of that, I think a lot of people got a little bit comfortable, start going out again. Um, they did not practice physical distancing, they did not sanitize their hands regularly, and therefore, cases are on the rise again. Oh, man. I, uh, I, I hope things get better there, uh, as well as here in our place. Uh, so, can, <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you tell us how, how you were able to come up with APAC? What, what was the idea behind it? Because as far as all of us here in the Philippines know, your, your home promotion is ever since it has been my PW. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what, what led to the creation of APAC? All right, so basically my PW is a pro wrestling school promotion that I created. And when I say it's a school promotion, it pretty much means um, it's a main platform for Malaysians to start wrestling. So you guys can go to train wrestling and you can perform on the MyPW shows, mainly the game experience, working in front of a crowd. And once you're ready for the world, once you get booked elsewhere, I'm pretty sure there's a place for you that you can go. And that was when I asked myself, like, how do I push the envelope? How do I grow even further than, than MyPW? Because like in, I do believe in life in order for us to keep going forward and upwards. We have to keep on challenging ourselves and outdo ourselves and what better way to outdo myself than to create a regional platform instead of just for Malaysians. Uh, so basically um, if I'm 
Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it it draws a comparison between WWE's main roster and the the um, NXT. So if we were to put it into picture, like, is it um, APAC is like um, WWE, and then my PW is more of uh, like NXT? Um, kind of, I would say, because um, let's if I were to compare, I would say that. My PW is more of a performance center mm-hmm. and NXT uh, as compared to APEC Wrestling, um, where it's the main roster or it's a place where you want to be if you want to start making money, if you want to start uh, pushing your name forward. Because um, APEC Wrestling has a whole different business model where I aim to grow it as big as I can. Um, so it won't be as cool, it's just purely a promotion. And basically, I have created an ecosystem where in Malaysia, you can you have a place to train and learn and hone your craft. And once you're good enough, you have a place where you can professionally be a pro wrestler. Linus, question. So, uh, okay. So when you, when you decided to create uh, APAC Wrestling, are there anyone else involved in creating that promotion? Because I'm pretty sure that, you know, uh, this kind of, this kind of thing doesn't really uh, needs to be, you know, uh, needs to have partners. So, are there anyone else involved in creating this? You yeah, see, so like when I created Impact Wrestling, it was just basically me alone. Um, I used mm-hmm. even more of my life savings, sold some stuff, raised my own funds, and I used it to find even more investors. And I couldn't find investors, so what I did was I pawned more of my land to have extra additional um, funds for me to start Impact Wrestling. So it's 100% mine. And um, basically, it's a place where it's created by Pro Wrestling, it's run by Pro Wrestling. I have my own clear vision on how to do this company. So I, I, I have to ask, in terms of presentation style, what's the biggest difference between um, APAC Wrestling and my PW? What, what are we I used expecting? to like APAC Wrestling. I do believe that um, APEC wrestling will be on a much more professional level in a sense where our video packages will be very well shot and edited. Because I do have a film background. Like before I was in the film, uh, before I was in the wrestling industry, I was in the film industry and I'm a director myself and I do the editing on my own. So APEC wrestling is basically a whole notch above where the um, production quality will be as close as you can get as TV wrestling. Um, the shows will be very similar to TV wrestling and the promos and packages I think you guys have seen so far is very well shot and edited to make it look very, very, um, I would say, commercialized. We actually saw earlier uh, w- one of the videos that you released with uh, the promo with Noor. We were actually surprised mm-hmm. that it was... like. The, the studio quality is, I can say, if, if it was in a tier system, it would be above a tier. So it, it's really impressive <laughs> and like, it, almost cinematic, actually. So um, yeah. r- regarding, um, regarding Norse involvement, uh, she's one of the um, biggest stars right now in Malaysia and Southeast Asia. Um, I, I just have to ask, who else... Are we expecting? I hope I get at least a hint on who are we going to be expecting uh, in the roster, without um, spoiling us too much. All right. Yes. So, so um, basically, I think um, 
uh, Noor Phoenix Dana is a no-brainer. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you said, she is one of the most highly seen. Um, she's been in the UK, in the United States. Uh, she's everywhere, and to a point where even when um, Seamus came down to um, to uh, to Kuala Lumpur, to Malaysia, when Seamus saw her uh, by the side of the stands, he actually went to her and raised her hand up. So that's how popular she is. To a point where even WWE wrestlers know her. So like, um, it's no brainer for me to make the jump to sign her immediately because I think she's the biggest thing um, going on right now in CRS. And um, just to touch on the cinematic part that you were mentioning mm. earlier on, um, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's an age that I'm in the film industry, so I use all of my industrial knowledge when it comes to filmmaking into my production quality as well because I do believe that there's a place for um, high-value production quality in pro wrestling, which is something that you know, like mainstream wrestling is churning out, like WWE, AEW, um, Impact. So it's something that I think we should emulate if you ever want to be on their level, even though it's going to take years and years to be on their level, but it, it's it's something very important to me. And to answer your second question um, regarding the roster, um, for this coming few weeks, we will be releasing this roster reveal videos of the Malaysian signings first. Because unfortunately, as we all know, the whole pandemic thing is not allowing me to fly people down. So it's very, very sucky on my end. But I do have my eyes on a lot of um, people around the region, the Philippines and Singapore and Thailand and Australia, Japan, and even the United States. With, with regards to... Um some of the signees here in the Philippines, is it safe to assume that one of, uh, well, two of them are Jake DeLeon and Ken Warren? <laughs> I haven't actually approached anyone personally yet mm-hmm. uh, because I don't want them to get too excited. I don't want to jinx it. So, um, but I do have a list of names um, that I would love to have join Impact Wrestling. It Com- is just that I believe it will be much more of a surprise if I were just to reveal it on our social media. Uh, <laughs> crossing our <Yeah>. fingers. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we, we, just we, have, we, we just have we just gonna have to wait. We 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 better do our predictions list soon, bro. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about that, man. I got you. <laughs> I'd like to ask your um, opinion, like which of the Filipino wrestlers would you love to see in Impact Wrestling? Hmm. Well, I, I, I have to save the best for last. So, Linus, you go after me. But because <laughs> well, I'm actually really planning to watch uh, watch next year um, the 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 whole Southeast Asian circuit next year because just to celebrate yeah. the pandemic ending, <laughs> something like that. Um, so yeah, once. When when I travel to Malaysia and watch APAC and my PW, I always want to see um, the Philippines be represented by, well, I only have three so far, but I, I, want, I personally want to see Russell in APAC. As I've mentioned, Jake DeLeon, Ken Warren, and also Robin Sane. Because I'm a big Robin Sane fan. <laughs> Actually, he's one of my closest friends. Shout so. out to Robin Sane! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's not a bias, but like outside of, outside of our yeah, friendship, it's not a bias. <laughs> outside of our friendship, like uh, man, that that dude's a crazy high flyer. So, <laughs> how about you, bro, Linus? 
Yeah, like you said, uh, JDL, uh, Ken Warren. And I also have a third one, which I really hope that he, you know, he convinced himself to like, to perform again. And that's Frankie 13. Because, you know, even though we're, you know, he's a, he's a KC guy and, and all. I really hope that uh, he managed, uh, he gets to perform there. Because I believe that uh, Frankie 13 has what it takes to, to really perform on a level, on a regional level. As you know, he was a former AWGC tag team champ. So yeah, I, I believe I believe that he has what it takes to be to be wrestling in the regional level. Linus, I have a question for you, Talay. <laughs> um, mm, what's your question? I'm listening. I'm not biased. Um, um, did, did Frankie message you earlier? <laughs> no, did Frankie, Frankie did not message me. Earlier. Really? Because he, you know, he has a habit of guys put me over. <laughs> no, no, seriously, he didn't. But, but ser- in all seriousness, I really hope, I really hope that you know, uh, one of uh, one of these days, like uh, he gets to like wrestle outside of the Philippines. So yeah, he's my <laughs> third guy. Since since we're talking about um, uh, other. Uh, other regions here in Southeast Asia. Have you, um, since you, you've mentioned that you haven't mentioned, uh, you haven't approached anyone personally yet, but have you um, contacted uh, a few promoters about a potential partnership? Um, I try my best to keep a very close relationship with everyone as much as possible. Um, I talk every now and then with Kumi from uh, Thailand. And then um, with Andrew Tang from Singapore and uh, with the Philippines, not sure, but uh, I do keep in touch with a lot of them. Because I'm not sure how the scene is there now uh, with, with the whole mess of Exodus thing that went on. But um, I do keep in touch with guys like DL, like Penzer, and so on and so forth. Um, like for me, um, relationships is so basically, as I was mentioning before earlier, I mean, it's very important to keep a relationship with everyone around the region because um, I do believe that in order for everyone to grow, all of us need to support each other and do our best when it comes to growing the scene in our countries respectively. And I hope that I'm, I'm with, the, um, with the birth of APEC Wrestling, I hope I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. I'm not offending anyone and hope that they can accept my attempt to help and grow the regional industry. All right. Uh, now you mentioned uh, building relationships uh, in the Southeast Asian region. Shout out! Like, how do you think uh, APAC will impact the Southeast Asian region? Because if I'm not mistaken, you guys will be the second uh, second guys that will uh, create weekly weekly content. Because the first one is setup uh, setup Thailand. So, how do you guys uh, how how do you think that you guys will impact uh, tr- uh, the Southeast Asian region? I do love the effort by um, setup actually you know, the Kumi is going there, the things that they're, do, that they're doing there and I think that it will inspire everyone else to try and come up with more consistent content and um, I'm happy to say the FBAC is joining the bandwagon but I do think that it will impact the regional scene in a sense where um, I will create more opportunities for regional wrestlers to get rock from international um, veterans because one of the main aims of, of creating um, APEC wrestling is to build the regional scene 
and not just Malaysians, but everyone else who I find valuable that I can put on the card and I can help grow their brand. Um, I have the idea of pitting up salutations against vets from across the world, like United States, Canada, Japan. Uh, mainly guys like um, the vets that have already done it, you know, the guys from former WWE superstars and whatnot. Uh, the idea is to not just have one-off matches with the APEC wrestlers, but to have a whole program, um, which is a month or two months long. And I think um, this will benefit a lot of regional wrestlers in the sense where they get to work in a program with established wrestlers. Mm. Now that you mentioned, uh, you've mentioned uh, the uh, working with, uh, possibly working with WWE legends, like, WWE Hall of Famers, Lita and Kurt Angle gave you a shout out. And is there a possibility that we may be able to see them perform in APAC, in, in APAC or at least a show there? Most likely is based on what I've heard that Kurt Angle isn't doing any in-ring matches. Lita isn't doing any in-ring matches. But we have consideration of bringing Kurt Angle down special guest kind of role but then again it's all up to when the flight bed and everything is over but besides legends who are not in ring active we do have plans to bring down guys who are still wrestling ring to give that rub on our Asian guys to, to follow up Linus's question um, you were supposed to debut this year for um, this year or next year for reality of wrestling right um, it, yep. does, does Booker T know about APAC right now and is he open to um, is he looking to work with you guys soon um, yeah I mean like uh, I was supposed to work with Reality of Wrestling as soon as this year actually mm -hmm. but um, <laughs> unfortunately due to the whole pandemic situation I cannot find there and so everything is put on the pole and we'll just have to wait until the flight ban is lifted I can fly to Texas and then we'll, I'll do my tapings there and just, just as how business is, networking is very important. Like once I work with Reality of Wrestling, pretty sure um, Booker T has mentioned a lot of times that he has intention to come and do stuff in Apex Wrestling as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, like having legends like Booker T grace the Asia Pacific scene, it's something that I'm really looking forward to bring to you guys. Bro, honestly, right like right now my camera's just off oh. because I haven't I haven't taken a bath yet. Um I, I'm I'm shaking I'm shaking with excitement. <laughs> um, same, same man because curse this pan curse this pandemic. <laughs> curse this pandemic. I, I mean like the best that I could do within this whole pandemic station is set the groundwork for impact wrestling. So once everything is a-okay again then all all that's left is for me to bring you guys down and have right. some fun looking forward to watching <laughs> i'm gonna stay there for like a, a good month in malaysia i, I don't care if i lose a job because <laughs> i just want to watch wrestling Dude, it's, it's gonna be i think it's gonna be worth it yeah it's gonna be worth it <laughs> gonna go freelance first <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um wait um I forgot my question, Linus. Do you have any? Oh, while, while I recompose, because <laughs> okay, you mentioned uh, now. You mentioned Shalka that you guys are possibly working with uh, working with le these legends, and you've mentioned during our during your guesting on our late night show, sobrang late na, that 
uh, you are working also working with three legends for the wrestling games. So mm-hmm. are there uh, are there any updates regarding the wrestling games and is APAC gonna be involved in the wrestling games? Uh, so basically, I think since it's going to be a long time to go, I think it's fine for me to reveal even more details in regards to the wrestling games. So the wrestling games is basically a competitive event that will be uh, organized by the Malaysian Professional Wrestling Association. It has nothing to do with impact wrestling and it has nothing to do with pro wrestling as a whole, in a sense where it's a whole new kind of sports that I'm looking to create. And um, fortunately enough, I have legends to support this idea because um, they believe that this could help uh, could help um, what's the word, um, encourage the younger generation to appreciate the art of pro wrestling. So basically when I say competitive pro wrestling, um, previously I could share more information with you guys, but I think it's pretty safe for me to share even more. Competitive pro wrestling is basically my idea of making wrestling um, competitive in a sense where we can decide winners. Um, so it's not predictable. Uh, and the way we do this is basically in a mix of um, gymnastics, cheerleading, dancing, so on and so forth, where two guys put up a match and you have legends to support matches. <laughs> oh man, so sounds so exciting. <laughs> like, I mean, like right now, I'm, I'm, I'm still lost for words, but... Uh, there are a lot of things going on in, in Malaysia that that it, it, it kind of seems like it it's a it's a guarantee that that Malaysian professional wrestling fans and Southeast Asian professional wrestling fans um, would go to that uh, would go to the country to to watch their favorite sport because it, it seems like you guys there have like a lot to offer. Starting um, starting next year, it's gonna be the. I mecca. really do hope. It's gonna be the mecca uh, of South, Southeast Asian wrestling. Calling it now. Well, <laughs> I'm with. You. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to claim anything yet until I'm finally able to prove it. Because uh, I'm the kind of person who always, you know, like uh, action speaks louder than words. So I'm hoping that. It could lead to that, but meanwhile, let me hustle and grind and make it work. Mm-hmm. Lightus, any any more questions? Honestly, man, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so, Shokai, I'm, I'm still I'm technically fanboying right now. Dude, so every, dude, every time we have a guest, you always fanboy. So I think that's your thing, no, man. I mean, I mean the idea, like the idea of. The idea of all regional wrestlers like going to Malaysia, like performing and proving their worth, is just really surreal. And the, and you know, uh, like I said earlier, curse this pandemic because right now they're just the the pandemic is just hindering the plans that the plans that you know uh, these guys are now making. And you know, once this pandemic is over, man, I really hope that we get to go there, we get to watch it personally, and we get to. To live out, to live out, just to live out everything, right? I'm gonna stay there for a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it is for a fact that you guys have been so supportive of my efforts in 
growing a scene. Uh, if you guys come, I'll give you guys free sex tickets. Yeah, awesome! Oh my god. I, I I just wanna I just wanna spill the beans because Linus would actually want a, a, a backstage bass just to talk to Nor. Wow. <laughs> wow, sir. We, 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 I we did not about say it. anything, <laughs> sir. How dare, how dare you drag my name into that, sir? Drag my name. The group chat doesn't lie. <laughs> sir, wow. It's, it's nothing that we can discuss down the road. Media path. <laughs> Before the conversation goes, uh, go, uh, get, get, goes to a point where me and Linus are just arguing. <laughs> yeah. um, we just like to th- give a very special thank you to our guest, the Prophet of Pain, Shao Kat. Thank you again, bro, for joining thank us sir. here at Kayfabe Cafe. Thank you, sir. Um, My pleasure. We, we, we're always looking, we're all, we always love to have you here on the show. Uh, with everything that's happening right now in the Southeast Asian um, pro wrestling scene, like, it's great to um, hear news that there are some areas in the region that are still thriving. Um, I only really wish that we can also do that here because I, I, I miss going to shows. So um, I guess this wraps up the episode of Kayfabe Cafe. Um, Shaukat, any, yeah. any parting words for our fans here in the Philippines? Yep. Um, if you guys would want to keep updated with Impact Wrestling, go ahead to www.impactwrestling.com and put a name in the mailing list. We'll update you with a lot of things like where you can catch up the first episode and where you can watch the repeats so on and so forth. And um, our Twitter and Instagram is under the same name, Impact Wrestling. Do follow us there as well. And I think I would love to listen to the ideas of Philippine fans of so, um, who uh don't forget guys to follow apac wrestling on all of their social media platforms uh also sign up to their mailing list you can also catch us here on kayfabe cafe on all of our social media platforms that's facebook instagram youtube and you can check out all of the articles we write on our weebly page that's kayfabecafeph.weebly.com you can tune into the podcast on spotify anchor fm and apple podcasts guys thank you very much shaukat on behalf of everyone here in kayfabe cafe thank you again for joining us um for linus i'm ed uh, this has been kayfabe cafe see you guys on the next one Bye bye peace